Hi, I'm Sebastian King. I'm a paediatric surgeon at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. Today I have the great pleasure of sitting down and talking with Professor John Hudson. John is an esteemed paediatric surgeon known internationally for many things, including his clinical skills and the many textbooks that he's written. For today's topic, John and I will be discussing the assessment and management of hydrocele's in both boys and girls. Just to talk about the standard hydrocele, what's been your approach in terms of uh, diagnosis and timing of repair? Physical signs of a hydrocele. Okay, so testis descends through, through a diverticulum of the peritoneal cavity, the processus vaginalis to the scrotum, and then the, the proximal part of that uh, um, membranous tunnel is meant to disappear, leaving the testis in the, just the terminal part of the tunnel, now called tunica vaginalis. So it's still inside a peritoneal cavity. The testis uh, uh, is in a peritoneal cavity, um, even though it's now subcutaneous. So the scrotum contains two peritoneal cavities, each with a testis. But the proximal part of the processus vaginalis is meant to completely disappear, not leaving any connection. But if it just narrows a little bit, leaving a little lumen, not big enough to make a hernia, we're allowing the bowel through, but still wide enough to let a bit of fluid out, then you get a hydrocele, very characteristic, effectively normal when you're born. Um, so if it was less than six months of age, it's effectively normal. We now suggest that final closure of the processus vaginalis might happen during mini puberty at three to six months, if it hasn't already happened before birth. Um, 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 shown by Tom Clarnett in his, when, he's doing, when he was doing his, his doctorate in our lab and he was able to show demonstrate very easily that if you used a stress test for hydrocele, which is CSF in the peritoneal cavity with a child with spina bifida or hydrocephalus with a very ventriculoperitoneal shunt mm -hmm. where you're pumping effectively CSF into the peritoneal cavity, when do you get a hydrocele? And the answer is if you're less than six months, they've all got one. Mm. When you're more than six months, it's rare. Yeah. So Tom was able to show by just plotting the age of when the hydrocele's occurred in kids with VP shunts, that the hydrocele's disappeared after six months. So and they're really common up to, up to six months. So what have you been recommending then in terms of when to repair the hydrocele? Yeah, right. So do you, do you need to do anything? If you can prove uh, that it just is a hydrocele, not a hernia, which means uh, the scrotum's full of water, the, the tunica vaginalis is full of water, you can feel the testis inside it. It's not so tight that you can't feel it. If you can't feel the testis, that's a bit of a concern. So we need to be able to feel the testis. Uh, uh, we need to be able to transilluminate it to prove that it's just water. We can see the shadow of the testis inside the bag, often at the back of the bag. Remember, it's on a mesentery, mm. but it's palpable usually. And then when we squeeze the hydrocele, it doesn't empty quickly, even though it's connected with a very narrow connection. The operative word is narrow. It's mm. very narrow. If it's a hernia, just filling with fluid, when you squeeze it, it'll empty quite quickly. And that tells me straight away, it's actually a hernia disguised as a, as a hydrocele. And it's a hernia containing the omentum 
in the inguinal canal. Mm. So in the neck of the, of the hernial sac, inside the inguinal canal is the, the tip of the omentum and the, the fluid, the intraperitoneal fluid is coming from the omentum. So if the omentum's in the sac, it'll fill with fluid rather than bowel. So it looks like a hydrocele, but when you squeeze it, it empties. So we know straight away. So you've got to be transilluminate, um, uh, prove that it's just in the scrotum, not going right up into the uh, groin. So the, te the lump's only in the scrotum. You can feel the testis inside it. And when you squeeze it, it doesn't empty quick enough. If I squeeze it for half an hour, it might empty. But life's too short That's for right. that. We'd have time in clinic for You're that. Right. No, yeah, right. No time. You, just, you squeeze it for 10 seconds mm. and then ask, did it go down a bit? If it goes a little bit down a bit, well, that's okay. That's just a hydrocell. This is a little bit more open than normal, but it's not open enough to let the bowel out, so it's okay. So then when does it close? Well, what I've already said, Tom showed that it probably closes about six months in most kids, but there's a classic exponential decay of time when it might close, and it goes up to about two years. So my view is that... I would normally tell a family, um, if, they, if we can prove that it's just an ordinary hydrocele, not a hernia with a omentum masquerading, then I'll come back when they're two, somewhere between two and three and fix it if it hasn't already resolved spontaneously. Mm -hmm. But we recognise by the time they've got to two, only five or 10% of them are still there. Most mm -hmm. of them have gone away. Yep. What about the hydrocele with the undescended testis that you occasionally come across? Have you had any sort of thoughts around that and uh, the likelihood of a looping vas? Yeah, yeah. Well, they need an operation on the undescended testis. It's not the hydrocele. Mm. So they've probably just got patent processes with omentum in the neck of the sac. So they just need the combination of inguinal herniotomy and, and orchidopexy at the same time, which you recognise has a slightly increased risk of complications. But you haven't got much of a choice here. So I think that's probably enough for today. Thank, Thank you very you. much for your time, John. Um, and we look forward to the next session. Look forward to it. So thank you very much to Professor John Hudson. The plan will be to continue with some more of these sessions and discussing some more of the common paediatric surgical conditions.